Hi, this is Tony Tolado, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics helps us explore our own humanity. Sarah Booth has used her classically trained and physical skills in a variety of roles. She is currently starring in Three Pines with Alfred Molina and also has starred in a Star Trek Discovery episode. Sarah Booth in a moment. Some of the other roles in Sarah Booth's career include American Horror Story, Helix, and 21 Thunder. Here's my conversation with Sarah Booth. All right, Sarah, Three Pines. How about that? Uh, And you play a rookie cop. I do. I do. I play a rookie cop. She is just eager to please and be part of be part of the team. <laughs> Look who you work with. Alfred Molina. Wow. Yes. Yeah. What's he what's he like? He was fantastic to work with. He is just a generous, fun person to be around. He grew up in the theater, so he has very much, um, you know, an ensemble theater troupe mentality. And it was just wonderful to be able, you know, to get to know him as a person, get to know him as a performer. He's incredibly funny. So we were just really spoiled to have such a great number one on our show. Speaking of funny, it seems like, you know, trailers can be very misleading, as we all know. And the trailer I saw for this shows it has kind of a quirky sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Is that true or is it is it straight drama and they just put in the funny parts in the trailer? It's definitely dramatic and it does have some lightness to it. I feel like it has a nice balance of both. We deal with some pretty heavy subject matter. So they definitely take that very seriously and it's very dramatic. But there is also those breaks uh, throughout the episodes where oh, you can take a breath and and laugh. It kind of forces you to breathe. So I, I think it was very carefully um, balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played a police officer before? I have not played a police officer. This was my first time playing one. I have played like army rangers and those kinds of roles, but first time being a police officer. And it was, it was great. I got to learn so many new skills. I can handcuff people now, which is <laughs> might be useful. You life. never know. <laughs> and um, yeah. And just, you know, knowing like the amount of gear that they have to wear all the time, like just all those little things that you like never thought of, I guess. So it was an honor to play her. She is, she is, as someone put it, awkwardly brilliant. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know, those belts that they, that police officers wear, yeah, uh, it, they look incredibly heavy, even though for movies and TV, they can do it where it looks heavy, but it's not. But in real life, I know those things are tough to deal with. Definitely. Yes. Uh, That's why I, my first day on set as her, I automatically wanted to put my fingers in my belt loops, but I was like, oh, that's so cliche. But on set, we are so lucky. A a lot of our extras are real police officers that come and do extra work. They love to do it. And they're obviously fantastic at their jobs. So we were in the situation room during my first scene and I looked around 
And I was like, oh, everyone else is doing it too. Okay, okay, it's okay. <laughs> and I realized that it's practical because it releases the weight from your low back. How long was the shooting schedule for you? We began shooting last year at the end of August and we wrapped December 20th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this was so. this was where? Just outside of Montreal. We also shot some scenes in Montreal and surrounding areas. So it was really nice because I'm from a town about an hour south of Montreal. So one of the locations was about 20 minutes away. My mom would come visit the set. And it was just fantastic because I grew up in a town that was, you know, kind of similar to Three Pines minus all the murder. (laughs) But, you know, English, French, it was just, yeah, it, it was really nice to be able to be part of something that's so close to home. Yeah, I've been to Montreal a few times. Love it. Great, it's fantastic. Great city. There's a lot it. of production going on there, and uh, it's yes. just fantastic. Yes. So, speaking of that, you were also on an episode, The Expendables, on Star Trek Discovery, playing, yes. playing one of the few that were left behind by, kind of dubiously, by this one race. Talk about that experience, working uh, with those folks. Working on Star Trek was a wonderful experience. This set is very much has the same vibe as the show where it's just everyone wants to have fun. It's inclusive. The leads are just Sinequa, you know, just set the tone. We were playing. What's that game where you have the phone and it's kind of like charades, but you have it on your phone. Anyways, it's hmm. it's basically charades. So in this, in between scenes, we we're all sitting around together and we're playing charades. You know, the fact that she just wants to know about how we started our acting careers, that was just it was a great set to be on. And just technology-wise, we're using this, you know, volume where the stage is about 270 degrees. You have a lot of practical things to work with. So it was just a fantastic experience and, you know, a bucket list role for sure. That's really changing the industry, the volume. And they also, they also do it. Uh, Jonathan Frakes just told me recently that they started using it because Disney was using it for the Mandalorian. Yes. So for the first time, instead of somebody saying, you're going to be picturing, you know, that kind of thing, it's like you see it. And it's really amazing how they can transform a set that might even be the bridge on one day and then becomes this planet on the next day. And yeah. they just do these amazing digital backgrounds. And I cannot tell the difference. It's crazy. No, it's, I was, I remember standing on set and they, you know, call to action and when the camera moves, so does the background, right. You know, so that it yeah. looks appropriate. Anyways, I don't know the science behind it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And the background was moving and I, and I like, I, I like dropped. I was like, Oh my God. It just, I thought the ground was moving. I don't know my my body just could not uh, tell what was going on in that moment, but it was, yeah, it was very, very cool. And what happens is most of the time, the first day or the first time you go to do your scene, you'll shoot in one direction and then you'll come back to the same set and they'll replace the background the next day. 
and you're shooting in the other direction. Like it, it's just kind of you have wow. to really think about it once you get there. But that is yeah, so it's wild. very cool. It felt very theater esque. Oh, yeah, cool. performing on that stage, which was very, very cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, that's where you got your classically trained. So, yes. I mean, that helps uh, in, yeah. in doing, I, I'm, you must have tackled some Shakespeare at some point. I did. Yes. I w- didn't really know about Shakespeare before I went to theater school. And in theater school, we learned about Shakespeare all three years throughout um my professional theater program. And we also learned how to build our own sets and run our own shows, hang lights, costumes, all that kind of stuff. So it was great because, you know, you're like ready to graduate from theater school and you're ready for the world to hire you. And a lot of the time it doesn't work out that way. So it gave us a lot of skills to create our own work, which I think is so important Mm -hmm. to be able to to do, or at least, you know, have friends who know or want to make their own work and you can act in it or, you know, whatever position you want to be in. Well, and also you're physically active. I mean, you did the Water World stunt show, which is probably better than the movie, if you ask me. But <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'll take it. How many how many times a day did you have to do that? The schedule, it, it depends on the time of year and how busy the park is. But when you're called in, you're doing anywhere from two shows to five shows per day. Whoa. Yeah. So the five show days are great because, you know, you get paid more the more well, shows. Well, that's true. <laughs> so uh, summertime is always great. You know, they'll have sometimes up to seven to nine shows per day, but then you'll have a second cast that comes in for the afternoon. Um, yeah, it was great. It. I was in amazing shape. I was outside all the time. I met some of my dearest friends and I just had a wonderful experience. I I was able to feed that performance uh, aspect or side of me while I, you know, maybe wasn't as active in the film and television world. I was building my career, but you know, now it's, it's nice. I, I'm, you know, just acting full time, which is fantastic. That's, That's great. You ride horses. Uh, One thing I learned about horses in my experience, and because I'm not an experienced rider, so when I do ride, boy, they know, the horses know that you're not experienced. (laughs) And and they can give you grief about it. It's like, I don't care where you want to go. I'm going in this direction. Yeah, they're like, "Mm, this guy, he doesn't seem, no. No, no." he's not a pro. He doesn't know what he's doing. No. That's so funny. what what's that like? I mean, you've been writing a while now, or how long have you been writing? Yeah, my mom is horse crazy, ah. and she grew up in the city. And after her and my father got married, they decided to buy a little hobby farm an hour south of the city. So oh, I was lucky enough to grow up with horses in my backyard, which was so fun. And I've just always, you know, held on to that, that feeling, the sport. I love it. I competed until I was, I would say about 16. And then now I just, you know, ride whenever I can, or I have quite a few friends near um, my place here that have horses that I'm able to, you know, go, go fill that, that part of me. But it was Mm -hmm. wonderful to be able to do Heartland because yeah. Me, yeah, me and my mom watched that show for so long together. 
And she had continued to watch it and was a huge fan. So I, you know, it shoots in Canada. And I was like, I have a good chance to get a role on this show. And I auditioned for years and years and years. You know, you get maybe one a year. Some years you'll get four auditions for the show that year, depending what's right for you. Mm-hmm. And I just remember receiving this breakdown and being like, oh, yeah, I think I think I have a good shot. It just, you know, ticked a lot of boxes. And go. I got a call uh, saying that I got the part. And my mom was probably more excited than I was. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Talk, but stick around. I have more. There's more Sci-Fi Talk, so please stick around. How many weeks does Three Pines run, actually? It's going to run for four weeks. Every Friday in December, the 2nd, the uh, 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd, two episodes per week, and each week will cover one book. Ah, fantastic. So I I guess... It's kind of like on a trial period and they'll see how it does. And if it Yeah. So this is season one. And of course we all know Louise Penny has no shortage of material. She has <laughs> 18, right. 18 books and she's still writing. So no, hopefully we're able to, you know, touch on a lot of those books. So yeah. we're keeping our fingers crossed for season two and, uh, you know, just telling people to watch, 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 because that'll be a big factor, of course. As long as you don't die, you can always come back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't, please don't kill me off. That's always, yeah. the, you yeah. know, in police work, you know, you never know. But uh, but that sounds cool. There's a lot of danger. So we never know. Yeah. So th- this essentially a mystery. This is, you know, it's there's these murders in this town and uh, Alfred is the chief and uh, he he kind of uh, takes over the investigation a little bit. Is that right? Exactly. And he gets charmed by all the the villagers that live uh. there. And there's also an or- overarching story for the whole first season that deals with missing and murdered Indigenous women. Oh, so wow. you'll get to, you know, learn a lot of stuff about what's happened throughout Canada and yeah. the residential schools. Mm-hmm. And we're really proud of that storyline. The mm-hmm. episodes, the main episodes of that storyline are directed by Tracy Deer, who's a Mohawk director. And nice. yeah, so I'm really excited that, you know, there's a big, a big storyline on a big show that's being represented. That's great. I actually, years ago, I spoke to an actor who directed, she's indigenous and she did a film called Two Indians Talking. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, just talking about everything. And uh, I remember we, it wasn't something I usually cover, but I know her as an actor and I respect her work. So I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And at the time there wasn't much talk about that at all. This was quite a few years ago now, but at least now, you know, I, I don't remember her name, but. um, I'll look, I'll look it up on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. And uh, terrific lady. And I, I know she was in a sci-fi show at one point. That's how I knew who she was. And, uh, you know, I heard about the movie and I said, yeah, let, let's talk. So, yeah, it's great that those issues are becoming more common now, even in the States now here. Mm-hmm. And the people that are in those roles are diversifying what we're watching. 
Uh, you know, Jason Momoa, for example, has done a lot to bring the Hawaiian culture forward. And also Dwayne Johnson, too, actually. You know, yeah. Diversity is important. It's one of my mantras on this. So it's great to uh, to hear about that. And uh, always good to learn. You, we know very little about that culture. So here in much. I learned so much. And that's the thing that I think is so important is that we just need to listen. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. So that's done. So you're working on anything right now? Right now, I just finished a few episodes of Murdoch Mysteries, which oh. I guess murder mystery is yeah. the theme for me this year. Not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's a great show. It's super fun. It's a period show. So you get to, you know, dress up corsets, all that stuff. It's it's wonderful to be on that set. Mm. I did a guest star on a show called Transplant as well. That's on Yes. NBC. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm familiar with Transplant. Yeah. yeah, it's a great show shot in Montreal. Yeah. And um, I am also in a movie that's available to watch right now online called Last Call. You can oh. find it on Prime Video, also on Peacock and Tubi. It's a one-take feature film that mm. deals with mental health and suicide. Oh, wow. Two very key issues there. The period pieces, are you glad that women don't have to wear what today what they wore in those days? Yes. <laughs> I love your I'm reaction. To choice person. now. If you want to, go for it. But uh, maybe not every day because that I just can't imagine how much. I mean, I'm sure they had it down to a science, but I, I just can't yeah. imagine how much time. And yeah, it just it's you have to move in a different way and just operate in a different way. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, you really kind of drop into that world when you're, you know, wearing those big costumes because mm-hmm. you realize how limiting it is. But For an actor, when you dress up in, in costume mm-hmm. and you probably know your character, but does that kind of push it? It's like you almost stop being you. And you're the character because you're either in the police uniform or you're in the, uh, you know, the period piece clothes and a little bit of you might slip away. Does that happen to you? My character comes together when I put on my costume. Really? 100%. 100%. For me, I grew up dancing. So costumes do physical things to you. And I feel like it just almost like reminds your body. You're like, oh, yeah, here she is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, I, that's so that's so funny because I remember uh, Ian McClellan when he would show up to do Lord of the Rings and um, he wasn't sure. Then he get dressed, he puts on the beard and he goes, ah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like you almost it's weird, even even though you haven't maybe it's like your costume fitting is the first time you're trying stuff on. But it's it's I think. Being an actor is so fun because you get to collaborate with so many people on set. You're collaborating with the costume designer and you can both feel it. I mean, I guess my experiences have all been pretty good because I feel like every time I put on the costume, we're both like, oh yeah, there it is. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and with, with my props team, my character in the series just props, props, props all the time. And I would do a rehearsal of the scene. And then, you know, there's a good little while that they take to light it before you come back and actually sure. uh, shoot it. So my props team would come up to me after the rehearsal and be like, 
okay, what do you want? What do you want? And, you know, they would pitch me ideas and it was just so fun. Like, it's just so fun to just kind of like teamwork with a bunch of different people to create this character that I can't, you know, it's so hard to explain. It's, you just find her and you're like, you just feel it. Yeah. 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 Have you ever had the experience where you're in costume and you're acting and somebody says, Hey, try this. And you would go, I don't think my character wouldn't do that. Has that ever happened? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm always open to ideas and collaboration. Always open. Some actors are not, they're very like, no, you know, more to themselves, but I'm always game for, for a suggestion or a pitch or whatever. And sometimes I'm like, mm, no, I don't think so. Or, you know, sometimes I'm like, yes. So yeah, it depends. It kind of depends what the idea is, I guess. Uh, may they all be yeses for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Sarah Booth, really talented actor and the things you've done and then to do all this physical work too is really amazing and uh that solid background you have in theater just really helps you in everything you do and uh you, you didn't do it in star trek but that's one of the things they say is when they recite what they call the techno babble mm -hmm. <laughs> of you know of all the different terms and stuff the fact that they some of them have had Shakespearean training just yes. really helps because it's its own language. No two Absolutely. ways about it. And what I discovered too, by playing, uh, see, I can't even talk right now. By playing <laughs> a police officer was when you're calling out, you know, calls or, you know, all the, all this exposition sometimes yeah. that you have to do. Hey, you know, having that training is really useful because you just know how to get it out. Because, yeah. you know, with Shakespeare, it's, you can't, you know, you really got to know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really well. Yeah. Yeah, police work have all these, uh, you know, uh, that's a 582, that's a 492, like, you know, whatever. It's it, They have these codes for every, every crime. Exactly. So it's like to learn all of that, it's like. Well, you don't have to learn them all, thank God, because you're only no. doing for this in the script. But still, I mean, it's still, uh, it's its own kind of jargon, no question. Yeah, no not question. only do you have to learn it, but you have to sound like you've said you it. Know, you know, oh, yeah, <laughs> like a billion times. Yeah, <laughs> I hear yeah. you. Well, Three Pines, it is on Prime Video, so mm -hmm. that's a good thing. And you, yourself, and the great Alfred Molina, I will say that my grandmother's side of the family is also Molina. No relation. No way. Yes, they're, they're, they're the Molina. They say I look like that side of the family, which is oh. nice. But yes, that is, um, that is, that's funny. So I, hey, you I, never I, know. You never I know. know. Uh, I mean, I know he's Spanish and my family came from Spain, but his, yeah. uh, his, he's Spanish, but he grew up in England and I hear he speaks very little Spanish because he English. speaks some Spanish. He speaks some Italian. He's half oh. Spanish, half Italian. So on set, yeah, one of our uh, performers in the first two episodes is Italian, and they they were just going talking. No, about great. Between, That's good uh, between takes, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank cool. you so much for being on the podcast. Best of luck to you. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say happy holidays to you, and have a great 2023. Thank you so much. Same to you.
Look for Three Pines and her episode of Star Trek Discovery, The Expendables, that just aired in the recent season. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.